Three Empty Chairs, a family-friendly podcast full of insight, introspection, and a little bit of insanity. This is episode two. It's a cold but bright February day. We've had a longer than expected break, but I'm Sean. I'm the dad, and I'm the host, and I'm here with some of our crew. I'm Derek. I'm Danica. I'm Dayton. And we have episode two recording today. Today we're going to talk about favorite book characters. So in just a few minutes we're going to talk about who we'd have at our three empty chairs. But if you've been with us before you might remember that this is just a conversation starter for families. Just to think about and talk about and laugh about and dream about. Uh, ways to connect with our families and think about the things that are important to us and just to have a fun way to encourage those conversations today. We're only on episode two. We don't have a sponsor, although I hear Derek Deluxes are on the menu again soon, so we'll be watching for that. Uh, We also have a plate of Valentine's cookies, so if it sounds like we're munching along the way, there's probably some snacking going on while we're recording this. And there goes the saran wrap now. Uh, but, but today we're back with our first panel with our next topic today again today's about characters from literature our family loves to read we read all kinds of different things we've got comic books of all kinds we've got spy novels we've got history books we've got uh, horse stories and fairy tales and disney books and adventures and classics Lots of shelves with lots of books in our home, and lots of families like to do that, of course. But we thought for today's topic, it might be fun to think about who, if our if our three chairs were empty, who would be our three favorite characters from the books we read that we would want to have over to join us. So today's episode, Three Empty Chairs, Literary Characters. Danica, we're going to start with you today. You've got three empty chairs at your dinner table, and you've got three characters, your three favorite characters that you've read about. I want you to tell us who your first person is in your empty chairs. I think um, it would be Cam Jansen. Who is Cam Jansen? She is a um, mystery solver that... uh, often finds kittens. She finds kittens. Sometimes in this book. Does she do things besides find animals? Yes, a lot. Like what? Solve mysteries of stolen diamonds. Stolen diamonds. Okay, so it's more than just cats. It's big stuff too, huh? Well, it's not particularly cats in this specific UFO book. Mm -hmm. It is actually, um, she does find a cat. Yeah. In a tree while they're walking home from school. But um, her friend Eric, Mm -hmm. uh, friend Eric Shelton, um, (laughs) uh, he um, and her uh, do find, um, they do enter in a uh, picture contest. And um, they find out that and one of the rules in the picture contest is that uh, you, they can't be uh, posed pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to be just out of the ordinary, whatever. And uh, 
So they find a guy named Bobby, a girl named Cindy, and a boy, I don't know his name. It's not a boy named Sue, is it? <laughs> Very funny, Dad. I was just asking. And um, <sighs> so they find a boy named Bobby, Cindy, uh, and uh, they will enter the contest, but their pictures are posed. And earlier, while they found the kitten... You're doing fine. Um, they uh, see uh, what look like lights of UFOs. Mm-hmm. And um, they think it's UFOs. And later that day... They find um, Bobby and Cindy, and uh, wait, that's they... the Brady Bunch. Yes. You're so old. This they segment, this even... segment brought to you by Dad Jokes, by the way. Danica, please go ahead. Dad, um, uh, so they tried to take pictures that make Cindy and the other boy, not Bobby. Bobby's like eighteen, uh, and um. They try to enter and make themselves look like aliens to go with the UFOs. Oh, my. But the UFOs were actually UFO lights. Mm-hmm. They were actually balloons uh, with flashlights taped onto them. And is Cam the one that figured that out? Cam and Eric Shelton. And Eric. I see. Eric so they're kind of a team? So are there several Cam Jansen mysteries? Yes. Okay. Where did you first find these? Actually, at my homeschool co-op, mm-hmm. my mom had heard that people really liked these, and uh, there was a girl that was selling free books. So mom picked up those, and okay. so I started reading those, and I really liked them, All so right. I got more at the library. Okay. I've seen several around the house. Tell me what you like about Cam as a character. What do you like about her? I like... Uh, the mystery she solves. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that she likes kittens. Oh, okay. <laughs> and um, I like that she's a good friend. I don't okay. know. Okay. Well, no, that's a great answer. So she's smart and she's clever and she's gentle and she's loyal. Those are all great things to like. That's good. All right. So your first empty chair is filled by Cam Jansen, cat detective. Is that right? Well, not. Well, she's not a cat detective. I'm teasing. Classic dad. But she just finds a cat while she's walking home from school. Gotcha. Does so she do that in every book? No. This is the first one. Okay. And this is only the third one I've read. So. Gotcha. All right. So the first chair goes to Cam Jansen. Danica, <laughs> tell us who sits in the second empty chair at your table. Um. I'm going to go with Belle. Belle from Disney, right? Yes. Okay, tell us about Belle. Why did you pick her? Well, um... Oh, you want to change um, you want to change your answer? No. I was going to pick Jasmine, but well, you can pick whoever you want. This is this is your dinner, so. Okay. All right. So your answer um, is Belle. Belle. 
Tell yes. me, tell us what you like about Belle. I like Belle. I like her singing. Mm -hmm. Um, it's very nice. Mm -hmm. Um, I like the way she's gentle mm -hmm. with everything, everyone. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, what what does Belle like to do more than just about anything else? Read. She does. So, a pretty brown-haired girl who loves to sing and loves to read. Hmm, I can't imagine why that would relate. <laughs> sounds like you. definitely me. That sounds like you. I love it. All right, so you would have Cam Jansen, and you would have Belle. Who is the third person that you would invite to dinner if you had three empty chairs from literary figures? I don't think any of you know this, uh, this character at least. Okay. But Becky from The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. I do know Becky from The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. Tell us about Becky. Um, so, uh, Becky likes Tom Sawyer. Mm -hmm. Usually, how most things go in books like that. Um, <laughs> teenager stories. Uh-huh. And, um... Uh, I think, um, uh, I like her boots in the cover. You like her boots on the cover? Okay. Are there other things you like about her? I like that she likes going on picnics. Yeah. You like picnics, don't you? Yes. Yeah, that's pretty cool. When it's not freezing cold and snowing like it is right now. Yes. For example... Good. That's dad. All right. Anything else we should know about Becky from Tom Sawyer? It's pretty much her main character. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Okay. Well, that's fine. So you have three empty chairs, and you're inviting your favorite characters from reading over. And your guests are Cam Jansen, Belle, and Becky from The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yes, but I didn't actually read the Tom Sawyer book. Dan... Uh, That's right. Likes read, reading to us, mm -hmm. and that was the book I pick out. That this is the second time I picked this book out. Excellent for him to read. That's really, really like cool. It. I love it when you guys do that. That's really cool. All right, I want you to think just a little bit more. In just a little bit, we're going to hear some more from you, Danica, about what you talk to with your talk about with your guests. I'll let you think on that for a minute, and we'll come back to you. All right, good job with those. All right, next up, we're going to hear from our budding chef, HVAC and superhero, Derek. Hmm? We ask you to think about who you'd invite over for dinner if you had three empty chairs from your favorite characters in literature. Tell us who your first guest would be. My first guest would be Percy Jackson from the Percy Jackson series. Tell us about the Percy Jackson series. Well, uh, Percy Jackson starts out in the series, um, five book series, mm -hmm. as a 12 year old. Um, in this story, he is a half blood, half uh, human, and half uh, Olympian god. Okay. Like uh, the old gods like uh, Poseidon and Hades. And Zeus, um, so all Greek, Greek mythology. Is yeah, what Greek we're mythology. About. Okay. But don't actually praise them. Yeah, that's good. Thanks. Um. So yeah, <laughs> he is a son of Poseidon, mm -hmm. 
Um, and so he's like a water guy. Poseidon was the god of the god water of the deep, right? and the storms and mm-hmm. stuff. So um, throughout the book, Percy fights Greek monsters and saves the day. Yeah. All right. Tell me what you like about this character. I know well, this is I've, one you just started reading I've a few always, months ago. Yeah, I've always liked characters that carry like cool, like uh, weapons that are like completely theirs. Mm-hmm. Like they're not just passed around. That are like theirs, theirs. And Percy has a sword called Riptide mm-hmm. that is disguised as a ballpoint pen. But when he opens the cap, then it's a three foot long uh, bronze sword. Okay. That sounds pretty dangerous. <laughs> yeah, but it sounds awesome. Well, it does sound awesome. That's no that's no question. Very good. All right. Anything else we should know about Percy, your first guest? Well, not really, except right. at the end of the series, he becomes 16. Oh, wow. He and fulfills then it, a prophecy. And then that's the end of the story? At the end of the series? Yeah, pretty much. Turns 16, fulfills the prophecy, fights more Greek monsters, and then it's over. Blah, 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 another day at the office, the end. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, very good. All right, Derek, who's your second guest? My second guest is Charlie West from the Homelander series. Okay, tell us about Charlie. From the last episode, I said I like to read the Chronicles of Narnia and the Homelander series. Um, And Charlie is the main character in the Homelander series. Uh, so he went under disguise uh, for the Americans to infiltrate the Homelander organization. Mm-hmm. It's where the foreign um, countries, they would uh, send people and make camps in America. And then they would recruit on Americans to, to attack the government from within. Mm-hmm. Um, and Charlie went under disguise, but then he lost his memory. Mm. Um, so he lost his memory... And then throughout the book, I think throughout the series, I think it's in the second book when he gets a shot of some kind of serum that brings back his memories in little fits. Mm-hmm. Um, like he passes out and then part of his memory comes back. Uh, so that happens to him. He's trained in karate and he and his friends destroy the Homelander uh, organization. Okay, and the Homelander organization are what? Are those, um, are those the bad guys? Are those yeah, the they're the to... bad guys. Okay. Uh, they're, like I said, they're the foreign countries making camps in America, recruiting Americans to attack the government from within. Oh, my. That sounds very serious for an 11-year-old. I was nine when I read it. Okay, well, even more so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you've had... Percy Jackson. Mm-hmm. You've had Charlie West. Charlie West. Who's your third guest at your dinner table? My third guest is a classic character, Robin Hood. Oh, okay. Um, like Robin Hood, I love archery, and I like the forest. I haven't been in too many. I just like trails and hiking and stuff. Um. Yeah. The Robin Hood is like that. He's a good fighter. He's a master of disguise. He's good at all that stuff. What did Robin Hood get in trouble for? Do you remember? Well, uh, Robin Hood became an outlaw because when he was young, 
um, there was a great shooting match, and he was on his way. Mm-hmm. And the king, the king's foresters, they were supposed to be protecting his deer, and they told Rob they were getting drunk, and they told Robin he uh, couldn't hit anything with that bow. Mm-hmm. And so Robin shot down one of the deer, and one of the men was so angry he started shooting back at Robin, mm-hmm. and Robin had to shoot back at him or else he was going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he killed a man, and his guilty conscience just would not mm. let him live, so he had to become an outlaw. Wow, that's pretty serious. You like to read some of the heavy stuff, don't you? Hmm. All right. Just kind of warning. If you try to read that book, warning, he dies at the end of the book. Oh, spoiler alert. Tanaka. His, oh. his traitor cousin cuts open his vein. Oh, my gosh. If we had a buzzer, I'd be hitting it so hard right now. You guys are giving away the story. We want people to read these books. No, we don't. Oh, my gosh. All right. Tanaka. All right. Well, it's early. It's only episode two. We have some wrinkles to work out, too. <laughs> All right, so you have Percy Jackson, Charlie West, and Robin Hood. That's correct. The version that's not the Disney Fox. Yes. The real story of Robin the Hood. The real deal. The Disney version, however, is narrated by a famous Oklahoman, Roger Miller. You can all whistle the theme song at a commercial break or something. <laughs> Very good. Mickey on the boat. Very good. All right, Derek, Only think I about think about what you'd want to ask your characters, and we're going to come back around and hear your answers in just a minute. I'll go next. I this is the boring part. You guys are much more entertaining, but since I had to since I asked you to come up with three, I came up with three. The first one, you guys know I like to read these thrillers and these spy novels, yeah. and two of mine are characters out of these. One of them is the head of Israel's secret service, the Mossad. The character's name is Gabriel Alon. He is a secret agent spy, and he's also an art restorer. So he's an artist. He's world-class in his talent. But here's the cool thing. All of these stories are about these things that he has to do to keep his people safe and bring justice to criminals and people trying to uh, destroy his nation, destroy his country, and he has to do things that bother his conscience, which I don't love so much, but he sees so much damage and so much violence and so much death and destruction, and then he goes back and he restores paintings to their original condition, and occasionally he even has to work in somebody's life to help them get back to where they were, kind of like they were a painting that needed restored. So there's this 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 two part character that does has to do so much that's violent and warlike, and is also capable of such gentleness as to restore a master's painting uh, to make it look like the master himself did it. Really interesting character, and I mean honestly, the guy's written like sixteen. Daniel Silva is the author. He's written I don't know fourteen, fifteen, sixteen of these books. They're pretty much a similar story all the way through, but great characters. Uh, the interplay between the characters is always fun for me to read. Uh, and Gabriel Alon is one of my favorite characters. So if I had three empty chairs, I would have Gabriel over, and I would probably have he and his wife, Chiara, cook, because they're also uh, amazing chefs, according to the book. <laughs> so that's pretty cool, too. We would not order pizza that night if Gabriel Alon was coming over for dinner. So that's my first guest. My second guest, no surprise, uh... Jack Ryan from the Tom Clancy novels 
the all-time greatest shoot 'em up espionage spy thriller character this side of probably. Yeah, I have to think about that for a minute. Um, one of the two or three greatest espionage characters ever. Uh, by the way, for those of you that might be listening and see the movies, I'm thinking the Harrison Ford version. When I read these books, I think the Harrison Ford version, uh, not the Alec Baldwin, not the Ben Affleck, uh, not the Chris Pine, not John the John Krasinski. Krasinski. Although John Krasinski's doing a great job playing a young Jack Ryan from what I've seen. I'm talking the Harrison Ford version. He's a bad man. I love that he is... Now, honestly, you know, it's fiction, so of course he's a Marine. Of course he's a gifted scholar. Of course he's a president that does everything on principles. I, I realize it's a novel. It's fiction. Uh, but to read the characterization of this man who wants to do the right thing, who has gone through all the, all the things that the world tells us can be helpful to try to be a good guy instead of a bad guy... And even then, he finds himself in dilemmas that is not always sure what the rightest way to go is. Uh, but he also shows a great deal of humility and a great deal of compassion. And there's always a story or two within the larger story in these Tom Clancy novels of Jack Ryan doing something for somebody that nobody ever needs to know about, nobody ever has to talk about, but it really makes a difference for somebody that's been harmed by something along the way. And I love that somebody who's the president of the United States and a world leader is also able to see individual lives and individual people. And I think there's a good lesson in that uh, for us, is that no matter what position we're in, no matter what our responsibilities are, uh, we always watch out for people. And I know we try to do that as a family, uh, and that's just one of the things that I find really interesting uh, about Jack Ryan as a character but you guys are already falling asleep. You don't care about that. So I'm going to tell you about my third character. I'm going to give you a clue, and I'm going to see if you can guess who my favorite third character is. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Fat Albert. That's <laughs> 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 <Not> close. <laughs> Eating is your clue? Mm-hmm. Chet. I'm Chet from the Hardy Boys. That's yeah. right. <laughs> the third character I picked for my third empty chair <laughs> is Chet. The friend of Frank and Joe Hardy from the Hardy Boys novels. <laughs> Chet is always eating something. Every time he's introduced in a Hardy Boys story, Chet has wiped out the lunchbox or something like that. And I'm not making fun of any of that. Eating it's the candy just, machine. Yeah, he's eating the whole candy machine, not just the candy in it. But Chet is one of the guys. I had a group of friends like this. When I was in high school, we didn't go solving mysteries or anything. But we knew that if two of us had to go deal with something like the Hardy Boys do in fiction, there'd be a half a dozen of us in on the deal. If somebody was hurting, if somebody was in need, if somebody was needing something taken care of, it would be all of us going together. And Chet is the perfect picture of that for me. Chet is loyal. Chet is adventurous. Sometimes he gets a little freaked out by what Frank and Joe are ready to do. But Chet's always there. And Chet's in it. Chet's even in danger in some of these stories. But that doesn't scare Chet away because he is ride or die with the Hardy Boys. And I love that about Chet. And for that reason, teasing about his eating habits aside... I love Chet as a character in the Hardy Boys novel, so he is my third guest in my empty chairs at Literature Night. So, I've got Gabriel Allon, 
the spy master, the art restorer, the chef. I've got President Jack Ryan, and I've got Chet from the Hardy Boys. One of these friends is not like the other. But those are my three, uh, and that was a lot harder for me to figure out. My third, I was stuck on Chet for the longest time, and then it finally grabbed me. Oh, yeah, he's my guy. So those are my three. All right, we got one more to hear from. Dayton, you've put in a lot of work here. You've got a lovely set of notes with wonderful handwriting. You have put in a lot of thought and work on this. We are dying to hear. Dayton, if you had three empty chairs at your table on Literature Night, who would your guests be? Well, not in any particular order. I'd, I can't say that one of these is a favorite more than the other. But the first one that I wrote down is also, like my brother Derek, Charlie West from the Homelander series. I like him because he's a butt kicker, and he kicks butt a lot. Can you say that on here? <laughs> oh, I guess you can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he kicks it down the crotch in the first two okay. pages. <laughs> Flag on the play. Derek. Too far. Remember, the name of the podcast is Three Empty Chairs, a family-friendly podcast full of insight, introspection, and a little bit of insanity. That was a little bit of insanity that just crept in right there. I'm just saying. So, all right, go ahead. Anyways, he has lots of perseverance, and he, he faces a ton in this series. Everything is stacked up against him, and he somehow finds a way to always keep his head up and look for a way out. Good. And that's something that I admire. I can't say that I've ever faced some of the things that he faces, but I'm going to use math. Math is one of the things that I'd, <laughs> I struggle we to We know keep it's my one head. of your favorite <laughs> adversaries. Yes. It's my favorite. Uh-huh. Yep. So the second one at my table would be Janner Igaby from the Wing Feather Saga. Nice. He has this great family and this great life. Oh, like you. Uh, more yeah. or less. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he goes from everything being great to everything just being gone. Everything is ruined. His house is burned down. They are on the run for the entire four-book series. Mm-hmm. And he is uh, he is the big brother to a boy and a girl like me. Mm-hmm. And uh, his brother and sister remind me a lot of my siblings. Yes. Yeah, uh, I definitely I am turned into a wolf thing. Yeah, Dayton, I'm turned into a wolf. And I break a leg, ha-ha. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if I fell off a horse, so. Go ahead, Dayton. You were saying. Oh, my gosh. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, he's just one of my favorites because he he gets a job. He finds out who he is and who he is related to and struggles with the stature of that job. Mm. And... uh and he seeks help and um, eventually becomes great at that job. Uh, so that's nice my job. Nice job not telling us what the job is, by the way. Thank you. You're welcome. Trying that's, to keep it. That's right. Yeah. But it's the job. Anyways, so far, I, re- I recognize. I recognize. 
I recommend both of these books. These are fantastic. Excellent. So Charlie West and Janet Igabe so far. Yep. We got one more chair. Who's sitting? Last there? one. My guy, Chip Hilton from the Chip Hilton series. series. There is like a lot of these books. Mm-hmm. I've only read a few of them, but uh, the author uh, was, I believe, some like college. Uh, basketball coach um, and happens to know a lot about sports. Yeah. Anyways, Chip Hilton, he loves sports. He is a star in basketball, baseball, and football. He's just <laughs> great at it. He is very tall. He's just built for literally everything. Yeah, he's the big man and, on campus, isn't he? Uh, but he's very humble has lots of humility and just lo- he doesn't want to do it just to show off. He just loves to play the game. And that's something that I just love about Chip Hilton. Recommend it's old, but it's very good. Yeah, that series has been around for a long time. Kind of like the Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew right. and some others like that. It's been around for a long time. Just as good as most of the Yeah, there's some good moral lessons in all the Chip Hilton stories too though, about his humility and his character and, and some things like that. So that's really good. Guys, those are some great characters. We want to finish up today like we're going to each episode. You've picked your guests on these theme nights and and why you would invite those particular characters. But if those are the people you were having dinner with, what would be the kind of things that you'd want to talk about? What would be one question you'd like to ask each of those guests? Or what would be one thing you'd want to know from them given their, their status as your favorite literature character or something like that? Derek, let me start with you. If you had, if you had Charlie West and Percy Jackson and Robin Hood together, what would you want to most hear from those characters? What would you most want to learn or know or ask them? Well, first off, Robin Hood, easy thing. I'd ask him for some tips on archery because I really like it, mm-hmm. and I think it's really cool. And he is the best recorded ever archer in mm-hmm. history, right? Uh, sure. Pretty much. Um, so, yeah, archery tips from him. And on Percy Jackson, I'd probably ask him how to get a celestial bronze sword. Mm, I think we all should look for those, yeah. Do you have those at Walmart? I'm sure they have them at Walmart. Bass Pro, or maybe. if not all these, for sure. Maybe Bass Pro. 100%. I don't know. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. This was your question. Canes. Um, so, yeah, how to get a Celestial Bronze Sword from celestial Percy Jackson. Celestial Bronze Sword, okay. And lastly, uh, on Charlie West, I think I'd ask him to teach me some karate moves because he's a black belt. Mm. He's the highest level you can get at his age. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah... Uh, some karate tips from him. Excellent. And, and and so those are all, let's see, you'd learn archery tips, you'd learn karate tips, and you'd learn, what was the third thing? Um, oh, the sword. Yeah, how to get a sword. That's all fairly violent, Derek. What should we understand about this? I like weapons. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right. All right. This all right. podcast is rated R. Danica. <laughs> I knew that about Derek. Derek has a a lion's heart in that lovely face, and he has got a heart as big as Texas and as 
a hero in waiting. So I think that's cool. Danica, what would you ask your guests? You had Becky from Tom Sawyer. You had Belle. You had Cam Jansen. What would you want to learn from your guests if you were able to have them over in three empty chairs one evening? So, first of all, I asked Cam Jansen. Um, how, uh, yeah, not how, well. Take your time. Yeah. How to solve, well, more like mystery lessons. Okay. How she solves mysteries. Yes. Okay, good. To let her teach me. That would be interesting to know, wouldn't it? Yes. What kind of clues she looks for. Yeah. How she figures those clues out and puts them together. That'd be cool. Mm -hmm. All right, what else? And for her to train me. And for her to train you. Uh-huh. And then I have Tom Sawyer. Becky. Becky. Not uh -huh. Tom. Right. Uh, Tom. Uh, I'd have Becky uh, to ask to talk about the picnics that her and Tom had, mm. I guess. Why is that? I don't know. Seems like they'd be nice. Mm, okay. Um. <laughs> You're not dating, so you can't tell me it's for daydreaming. We've already had this conversation. Boom. Dad. <laughs> Just teasing. All right, go ahead. What uh, about from Bell? From Bell. I'd ask. How many food fights her and the Beast have had? How many food fights she and the Beast have had? Is that what you said? Yes. That's interesting. Okay. That would be kind of funny to them. Well, in this book that I picked out, um, they do have a food fight. Okay. So maybe that's happened more than once, you think? Mm -hmm. Gotcha. All right. Very good. Dayton, how about you? So the first one was Charlie West. Right. And... I think I'd probably ask him how he just persevered through everything. Like, mm -hmm. what motivated him? What kept him going? Because, um, like I said, he just had everything against him. Mm -hmm. um, and just how he kept going. And then sort of the same thing for Janner. Just how he had, how he kept hope. When literally just his family was on the run. Never could stay anywhere. Um, just always the fear and how he kept the hope to keep going. Um, and then I'd ask Chip Hilton why he's just so kind to everyone and <laughs> so humble and, um, what it feels like to be a hero in literally everything you do. Mm, how to handle success. How to handle success. Are there any books about Chip Hilton in math class? I wish life would be him? different for me. <laughs> they ever yeah. talk about they ever talk about him in the classroom, and or is it always just the other? That would be really nice. Okay, so but it doesn't sound like I, no. I don't. If you happen to find some, please let me know. Okay, we'll look for the Chip Hilton Algebra Years series. That would be the nice. Next time we go to the bookstore, get on. That'd be very nice. <laughs> I do appreciate that. Very good, guys. Great job. You put in a lot of thought to that. For me. Uh, I think some of the things I already said, I wouldn't want to know how these people in these big responsible 
or these massive tasks or these weighty issues, uh, we're able to find the ability to focus on individual people and still be able to look for good in a world full of evil and understand justice rightly. Uh, and sometimes that means not doing something instead of doing something. I'd want to hear from all of them how they thought that out, what decision criteria they used, what principles they used to say this was right or this was wrong or this is what needed to happen or this is what was protective or those kinds of things. Um, so that is, that brings us to the end of our second episode uh, of Three Empty Chairs. Today we talked about uh, favorite c- characters from books that we've all read. If you heard today some themes, you might have heard things like the theme of imagination. You heard each of the kids talk about fantasy characters, fictional characters, and things that resonated with them. Um, And you heard the imagination opened up. You also heard about the power of example. Each of them shared answers about what they would want to know or learn from their characters if they were were actually able to sit down with those characters. And you heard them talk about uh, the things that they wanted to take from that character's example, whether it was a skill or a perspective Uh, or something they hoped or dreamed for. And so you hear the power of imagination. You also hear the power of example. Um, And finally, you also hear the power of perseverance. Each of the kids uh, talked about something along the way, about something to help them keep going. Uh, And reading, not that this is a commercial for reading by itself, but to open up the minds of each of us and to learn more about the world around us, and to learn more and think more and uh, dream more is a wonderful thing. The imagination is a gift that God gave all of us, uh, and what we use to shape that has a lot of, a lot of impact on the world around us if we'll let it. And so, uh, wonderful to hear about uh, those kinds of things from each of the kids, too, that uh, how to keep going when things get hard, whether it's math class or being stuck with parents or uh, solving a mystery uh, you heard from the kids today about the power of perseverance, too. And so, uh, f- despite some silly topics and despite some silly moments, there's some deeper things going on in these conversations. And that's the reminder. And we'll tell you one more time that's really one of the reasons that we do this is just to encourage families to hear from each other, uh, listen to their kids, and kids to learn about their parents. Uh, and just open the conversation so you can learn more about the hearts and minds of what's going on in the loved ones. It's another way to do that. There are others, certainly, and this is just one hopefully fun way to do that. So we'll be back soon with our third episode of Three Empty Chairs. We'll have another topic we can tell you in the episodes ahead. We'll talk about crazy things like presidents, Disney characters, uh, media personalities. We'll introduce some more of our cast of characters here at the Crawley House soon in some of the upcoming episodes. Rumor has that there might even be a special episode about the menu at a dinner where there's three empty chairs and you may or may not meet Mama during that episode. So for now, we'll tell you thanks for listening. We'll tell you if you enjoy this at all to tell others about what we're doing. And we'll most of all encourage you have conversations like this with your own family and listen to the hearts and minds of your kids. Is another way to stay in touch with what's going on in a busy, crazy world that's changing all the time. Some things don't change, and that's the love of family and God's love for each of us, and we want to encourage you in that when you listen each time that we come on with this. So thanks again for listening today, 
and we'll talk to you again soon on Three Empty Chairs.